0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Sons of Legends. It's your boy, Art dog here with your homeboy, MJ Gunner. What up, what up, what up? It's a cold,
1: chilly night, but we're still here to talk about the fights. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I am better than you at that. Yeah, whatever, dog. I'm better than you. I just showed you how to do my intro. I'm better than you. Like, take some notes. Get a a notepad or stuff in. Y'all know what
0: it is. (laughs) We're going to bullet point Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. And you know what it is. We got a special guest on the line. Joe, say what's up to the people.
2: What's going on, world? What's going on? Yes, sir. You know, you know.
0: <laughs> um, let's jump right into Raw, bro. Shit. Let's uh, talk about it. Let's talk
1: about Rhonda and Nikki. Ooh, Rhonda said Nikki Bella ablaze on Raw, that promo. Uh actually I think this the f- this the first good promo that Ronda Rousey's ever had. Me too, to be honest with you. You know, usually she's not very well known for her mic skills, but yeah, they were there this week. Yeah,
0: actually somebody has been working with her on her promo shoots <laughs> because yeah. her timing was really good this Maybe week. Maybe the road dog or she something. Was waiting on the crowd, Ooh. she was responding, mm-hmm.
1: she had some couple of good burns oh, there. She did. Now what do you think of that promo, Joe? I agree, totally. It, it feels like somebody was working with her that's
2: a professional at this. Paul <laughs> oh, Heyman. <clears throat> you know? <laughs> yeah, it, was, so. it was very good. I can't complain. I, it actually got me interested in watching
1: this pay-per-view. The first time ever that I've been interested in watching this pay-per-view. Yeah, uh, he's not an evolution fan. I, I see you on a goop set, Joe. I see you. You don't think I'm right. <laughs> uh,
0: Yeah. Um. I think. I think this time... I don't know who was working with her. Maybe it was Paul Heyman. Could have been Roald Doll. Maybe it was the spirit of Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> you know, he's our <laughs> promo guy. I'm still teaching you. But uh, somebody was working with her, and she did do a great job this week. I didn't so much dig the security beat-up thing, but I did dig the
1: promo. And that burn has Woo! been going viral. Oh, man. I'm surprised they didn't do the thing, you know, that, uh, that gift where she's in the hoodie, and then all the other guys are going crazy whenever she said it, you know. Yeah, oh, oh. that one. <laughs> I'm surprised
0: I ain't seen that one yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, something, something, well, something she said. Yeah. Uh, Nikki was telling her how she... Broke down more barriers and doors mm. than anybody in the business. that she told her the only door you've ever knocked down was the door to John Cena's bedroom. Oh, yeah. and again, it
2: came right that out was, that, that door. Was the top of the internet.
0: Yeah, that was that was the talk yeah. of Raw this week. Was that burn? And uh, For sure. yeah, that was that was that was really
1: good. Mm. Now the security part. Uh, well, you know, I I learned to expect that. You know, I've seen it enough. And, you know, I learned you expect to see Ronda Rousey not being able to help back, be held back by the security as annoying as it gets sometimes.
0: Well, you know, everybody has one of those things where they beat up security.
1: But she does it so often, though. It's like That's every, the every time there's security near it, she's
0: flipping people over. That's the thing. It makes it seem like everybody needs security to come out for Ronda Rousey. And even if exactly. it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, Ronda's still a human being.
2: Yeah. So, here's my question. How are we supposed to take the Bella or Nikki in general serious in defeating Ronda when Ronda can beat up 10 men at one time every
0: time? Exactly. True that's, that. that's my problem with the, the whole security thing is every time when Alexa did it, when, you know, uh, now that Nikki's doing it, they've got all these guys exactly. that Emphasis. come out. Emphasis on the guys, and she's giving them
1: the the rowdy buster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, puts her on, <laughs> it puts her on, way on top of the mountain. As in, you can't see anybody who can knock her off of it. Because right now, I can't see anybody who could knock her off of the mountain. Right now, she's she's way she up say, top. She says she's not Brock Lesnar. Oh well, that's that that's debatable a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: she's more like Goldberg to me, guys.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah. True. I mean, she's she's not exactly like Brock. I mean, you could tell she loves what she's doing, and she's very very happy to be there. Yeah, now, that's one thing I can truly say that I love about Ronda Rousey that she's got this gleam in her eyes, and she she enjoys what she's doing. Yeah, she I really can't really fault does. her for that. Really, really oh, does.
2: God. Is
1: she making you into a fan, mat? I remember you hating on her on my group. You know, oh, he, oh. I remember he that. He hates Ronda Rousey. <laughs> well, I—I I, let's not say that I hate Ronda Rousey. Okay, <laughs> I am a professional. Okay, and as a professional, I had certain issues with the way Ronda Rousey was being booked. But it's not. It's just business, basically. You know, it's just the way I see things. It's not personal. He can, he can say what he wants. It's not personal. I used to order
0: every UFC pay per view that Ronda Rousey was on, and I was the biggest Ronda Rousey fan in this house. And I was in a house full of Ronda Rousey haters. Couldn't stand her.
1: <laughs> full of it. <laughs> But, I, but honestly, she's won my respect. You know, she's proven that she's not going to go away with the title and she's having back on Raw. Basically, that's all I wanted, really, is to just see her more. How can you fault me for wanting to see her more? I can't. I yeah, can't at see? all. see? Because we all love Ronda. I didn't want right. to see her turn into
0: Brock. That's, well, that's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing. All right, let's, let's jump on, man.
1: I want to talk about Drew McIntyre. Attacking Braun Strowman. I pray to God that this is a turn for a singles run for Drew McIntyre. I really do, because I think he's the ticket. He really is. He could be so much more. That they, that you know, if they're letting him be right now. I don't care what happens to the Raw tag team titles. Dolph and Braun could hold those for all I care. But you're, I, I hope Drew McIntyre goes solo after this.
2: I want to I'm that. with you. I totally what? with you on that, because if you're gonna build a wrestler from scratch. There are two men that come to mind. It's Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre. This guy has it all. They need to, they need to expand on this. I totally agree with you, Matt.
0: I think that Drew McIntyre is the golden ticket. Mm-hmm. I think Drew McIntyre has a look about him where you can either book him as a little guy or as a big guy. Mm-hmm. I think right. that Drew McIntyre is athletic enough to go against little guys, and against big guys. And that's a really rare quality in a wrestler to make a a little guy, even
1: if as big as Drew McIntyre is, he still makes a little guy look good. And you know, you said something about his look and you know, I completely agree with you because he could be either classy in a suit, you know, he could be either in a member of Evolution or he could be a member of uh, ministry, you know, the whole creepy thing. If he really worked that he'll move his hair in front of his face, exactly. you know, everything he could he can basically be booked any way he wants to be booked, I think. Exactly.
0: I think he has uh, a certain appeal about him where the crowd believes that he can beat Braun Strowman mm-hmm. or be squashed by Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's one of those things. And also, I didn't see the point in the Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler click. Thank you and, I it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see the point in it. I didn't really see where they were going with it. It seems like they just threw three guys together mm-hmm. who they think can contend with the shield to make them look <laughs> good. And we also got to remember that Daniel Bryan was the first person to get a pin on the shield. So he's mm-hmm. a small guy. Mm-hmm. And the shield lost to guys like him, Kane, and whoever mm-hmm. was thrown with them at the time.
1: I enjoyed the, what do they call themselves, the Dogs of War, maybe the first time I saw them, and then, you know, watching them feel with the shield early, you know, I was really into it, these matches are great, but watching it drawn on and on and on, I, I lost interest at that point, you know, I'm actually really happy that that happened, and I hope that, you know, like I said, Drew goes solo. Uh, Dolph goes solo again. The there only words about Universal title? I don't know what they're going to do with the tag titles, but... Joe, what you do know. you think should
2: happen? All right, well, I, they have to get the tag titles off of them. I don't care who beats them. It should not be Seth and Dean, by the way. Seth mm-hmm. Rollins needs to be defending his Intercontinental title. Yes, he does. Yeah. For, forget that. Let, let's get the titles on... Who, who, I don't even know who's attacking. tag team. A-O-P. I want to be honest you got, it, AOP. If so come later now... Just get the titles off of them. And mm-hmm. so here's
0: my question to you guys, though: Drew McIntyre is he now a babyface or is he a strong heel? That's, That's a good one. Re- well, a-, a while back we had an episode called "Good Guys or Bad mm-hmm. Guys"
2: is it dead? Yeah, yeah. And I, heard I
0: believe you. that the bad guy, good guy thing is dead, and it's all in your opinion on how you want to take Drew McIntyre Pretty because it's enough. a heel okay. attacking a heel. Mm-hmm. He actually left Dolph in the ring. So, the question really is, where does this leave Drew and Dolph? Since they've always been arguing the whole, you know, the whole time they've been with Braun, he let Braun get in his face and stuff like that. But when Braun attacked Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre hit him with a smooth claymore. And then he's out of there. And he rolled out and left Dolph there. So, I mean... Does this, it, would you consider this a turn? Because, to me, Braun Strowman the, gets the biggest pop on Raw. Like, he's mm-hmm. the, best, the biggest face.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, about somebody they ruined. There was no point in turning the man heel yet. Made no sense.
0: Yeah, it, it just didn't make any sense at all. Because, in actuality, they could. you could look at the
1: Shield as the heels mm-hmm. for jumping yeah. Braun. I mean, uh, based off what you just said, you know, Strowman, because Strowman does all the things that heels do, you know, he tax people, you know, and all that other stuff. But people just love him. Yeah, I don't understand. He's he's not a heel or a face. You know, I call him a tweener. Yeah. as they say. Yeah, I think hey. I think Braun's a face personally, yeah.
0: because as hard as they brew Roman Reigns, whoever's going against Roman is the face. Mm-hmm. Yes. In my personal opinion. But um, I also wanted to bring up the fact that AOP Mm -hmm. came out and thrashed Bobby Roode and what's the... uh, Chad Gable. Chad Gable, yeah. Came out, thrashed them.
1: Like, is this supposed to be their path to the tag titles? I think so. Just running through people... I mean, I think that that would uh, be actually kind of interesting to you know, just see them run through top contenders until they got what they wanted. If it was, I think that's my booking for AOP. I'm with you. I, I think it's too
2: soon. Don't give them the belt yet. Too yeah. soon. Let them continue building. Let, let, this, this is going to sound funny, but hear me out. Let Bobby Roode and Chad Gable win the tag team titles. Let them get a fluke win. That it gets rid of Dolph and and Drew McIntyre. It gets rid of both of them. Let the little guys get the win. Let them build up. Let them be the baby faces. And then AOP eventually will destroy them. Along with a new baby face team that will both be building up. So eventually we'll have a big clash at the end. Too soon for AOP. It won't do anything for them yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: I I totally agree with you, Joe. I think that. The a the problem with the AOP is we haven't seen them in any type of real matches since they've been on Raw. Mm-hmm. They've just come out. They beat up a bunch of jobbers. They did have a few with uh, uh Titus Worldwide. You remember that, Art?
1: Yeah. Okay, that's Titus Worldwide. Yeah. Are you kidding uh- me? I mean, they're an established tag team though know, and you know I understand what you're saying though. They did kind and it's of not go through them. It's not even the prime time players. It's <laughs> Titus
0: Worldwide. Titus Worldwide weren't tag champs. I'm sorry, are you discrediting just Titus. Titus and Apollo Cruz here right? I am definitely discrediting Titus and Apollo Cruz. Definitely. <laughs> the only reason why is because they have no credibility to their name. Titus Worldwide <laughs> is just a fun loving group. You know, it's like, it's like the B team, even though the B team were tag champs, did you really expect them to beat team after team, after team, after team? No, 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 you expected fluke victories. You expected to laugh Mm -hmm. just to have a good time. Fun loving teams are different than an actual tag team.
1: If we're still talking tag teams on Raw, I'm still on this, and I will not let it go. When the hell is Revival going to get there, dude? That's what I want to know. I'm sick and tired of this man that keep getting passed over. I,
2: don't know. I think the problem with them is that they get injured too frequently. This big man doesn't trust
0: them. Yeah, yeah that that's, should be it. That is probably exactly why, mm-hmm. because if you look at it, no other team is as established as the revival.
1: Yeah, but they got to earn back the trust. I mean, and, one but gets that no done. other team has right. been injured more
0: than the revival. <laughs> true, true. So I thank Joe for saying that one because yeah. I didn't even
1: think of that. Yeah. But, uh, but before we move off Raw and you know kind of moving away from the tag teams, can we talk about Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush really <laughs> quickly? I love those two together, man. Than- I think
0: I think Bobby Lashley taking out KO really did it for him. He's a heel now. Yeah. I think that really cuz KO was a heel. Mm-hmm. But that was the more heel thing you can do is have Leo Rush yelling at you <laughs> behind you, yeah. screaming, yeah, take his leg, get
1: his <laughs> leg, get the I leg. Like that laugh, oh my goodness. But I saw a different sign to Bobby Lashley this week, you know. He's coming out, flexing. posing and flexing, and the whole time Leo Rush is backing him up and everything. Yeah, Bobby, hit that new pose. Hit that, that man looks That's like money, money. Smells, smells like, like money. money, that <laughs> man's <is> money. <laughs> <laughs> the best thing they could ever
0: do is get that man my microphone. Yeah. I think that's the best thing they could ever do for Bobby Lashley is give him a mouthpiece. True. And Leo Rush is that, sure. man. Because Bobby Lashley, as much as as big as he is, as talented as he is, He's got when Brock he gets syndrome. on that microphone, he sounds like a baby. He's got Brock syndrome. Right.
1: Big dude with yeah. a high voice. Yep. Brock Lesnar, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mike Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you think of uh, Lashley and uh, Leo Rush there, Joe?
2: Yeah, I love it. If, if a wrestler that looks like Bobby Lashley has no personality, you got to make him just a badass and somebody fall for him. I don't know how far you guys go back, but it kind of reminds me of Rick Rude without the sexiness. You know, Bobby Heenan being his mouthpiece most most of the time and just looking good and beating the hell out of everybody. I love it. It's going to work.
0: Yeah, it's, it's yeah. going to work. And I believe that this could take Bobby Lashley very far. Mm-hmm. By yeah. the way, I hate Finn Balor.
1: Do you have to stay at every episode, Art? We get it. I hate it. him, too. I hate them too. And most of the time, well, I guess this is, this is the first thing, you know, because most of the guests don't agree with you. Because he's dragging Bailey down with him too. Oh, what? The Bailey's Uh-oh, been yes, down he there, is. Art. <laughs> been it's, down, a joke. it's a joke. It's a joke, know. Matt. It's a joke. But, but before we move, can we talk about the return of Sasha Bubba Bubba Banks this week? I'm so happy to see my boss. No. So uh, yes, yes, we are. We're very happy on the Sons of Legends to see Sasha Banks back on Raw. Half of the Sons Let's
0: of Legends. Let's talk
1: about SmackDown now. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: SmackDown one thousand. Awesome! Awesome! Very joke. nostalgic. Uh Let's
1: start with Edge and Becky Lynch. Ooh, man! I was so happy to see the Rated R superstar. I miss. I miss the fireworks. I know, but they bought Tony Chimel back for him, so we kind of makes up for it a little I bit. But I miss the fireworks. Yeah, dude, did did kind of fall flat as interest. I was expecting to see the fireworks and the Big Bang, but I was so happy to see Edge. Man, he's so awesome. One of my favorites of all time.
2: Uh,
1: Forget about
2: Edge. That's my guy. Yeah, we love Edge. Yeah, we all love Edge. We know about
0: that. I am am so tired of this crowd cheering for Becky doing the most terrible
1: things. I told you this. I told you this. Weeks and weeks, I keep telling you this, she's not going to get healed. He, she's too lovable. They love I don't Becky know Lynch what as she, a face. I don't know what and she's going to have to heel. I'm telling you, they could send out Santa Claus and have him attack Becky Lynch and Santa will probably get booed, to be honest with you. Because yes. <laughs> he's going after Becky Lynch there's no I don't think there's any way that girl's gonna get booed man they love her she's too lovable
2: she is very lovable you gotta be get her booed it's a very easy fix hey, you gotta up, know how do you fix this, that this is a thick audience nowadays so what you gotta do is have Becky Lynch attack one of the internet favorites have her attack Oscar somebody like that Charlotte's not one of the favorites so mm-hmm. you're gonna have Becky attack Oscar or somebody like that turns her heel bam they'll boo her Tell you guys, that's they're, what's gonna happen.
0: They're not gonna boo her, from what I see. She just told Edge, Edge. "Don't break your neck getting out the ring." Edge is a beloved that's, Hall
1: of Famer, by the way. Beloved. And
2: they cheered right. her. You're like, right. Yes. Edge Ed was gone since about 2011. I don't mm-hmm. know about this fan base today,
0: the different fan base. Most people probably never saw Edge Russell. Yeah, that's also true. Mm-hmm. We do have, a lot like, seven-year-olds out here yeah, a lot of them that love Becky saw and never heard of Edge.
1: Yeah. yeah. True that, Joe. Man, you coming on with the facts tonight, brother. I <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you. <laughs> oh, man. Um...
0: What uh, Another great thing that happened on SmackDown was the Miz qualifying what? over Rusev Day, which Aiden kind of botched the, you know, mm-hmm. attack thing. Miz took full advantage, yeah. made it look great. Yeah, the Miz and, um, qualifies for the cup. Rusev finally gets his hand on Aiden English.
1: <laughs> finally. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of looking forward to that, too, because I like Rusev, and Aiden English is was kind of playing the role of an annoying, annoying person at this point, and I was looking forward to seeing Rusev get his hands on him. I disagree. sure. I disagree. I think they played this wrong.
0: I think he was supposed to botch it, run away, you know, keep it, keep mm. the feud going. That way they can finally meet in a match. Why have them get beat up right off the bat?
2: But that doesn't yeah, mean they're not going right right to so. I, I was just going to say the same thing. It was too soon, but I felt like the crowd needed a pick-me-up after the previous Promo we have with Evolution that we haven't gotten into yet, but I believe this was mm-hmm. the pick me up
0: part. Well, that's that's. I don't think that should have happened. I think that this could have actually been a good rivalry, and it's probably over already. I wouldn't. I
1: wouldn't say that. I, I think they're still going to have a match. I mean, he flat laid him out, right? Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. didn't happen within the the sanctity of a wrestling match. Aiden English could still pick up a W there. And then we're right back to where we saw only way The only way that it can
0: go back is if Aiden attacks Rusev. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the only way. Or he does it, something horrible to Lana. Yeah, if, I'm,
2: if I'm booking this, by the way, call, call me a Vince Russo-type booker, but this is what I would do. I would have Lana turn on Rusev and side with Aiden English in their match. Make the story interesting.
0: It does, but it doesn't have longevity behind it. That's the only problem with splitting up Rusev and Lana is the wor- the world knows that they're really married in real life mm-hmm. and splitting them up has no long-term
1: effect. Mm-hmm. Keith Fable's kind of dead down. Yeah, yeah, Keith Fable's...
2: It it man what, you know?
1: I what I would mean, do
2: is... is you I, just got to believe in the storytelling. I don't have any confidence in, in creative today, so you're probably right. You're probably 100% right. Yeah, yeah but what I, I
0: would real, do is I would... I would have Aiden English do something terrible to Lana. I would have him, uh, or you can introduce a new diva that yeah. way. I like siding that. Siding with I Aiden, like- Aiden English beating up Lana, and then, you know, once that feud dissipates, then Aiden could be the mouthpiece for the woman for a change.
2: Yeah, it could work, Art. I yeah, I'm not mad at that at all I, I, I hope they do that actually That's great
0: But you know WWE doesn't like what we like
2: <sighs> yeah. Speaking of much.
0: I really want to jump in I couldn't wait to talk about that evolution thing So I'm so glad That's he brung that up <laughs> I'm so glad First off it was awesome Seeing them together Rick mm-hmm. looks healthy I'm yeah. happy about that Yeah, He's had yeah. a lot of health problems over the past what, Maybe two years Yeah And, you know, a lot has happened to him. And to see him out there wooing and strutting Mm -hmm. put a smile on my face. Mm -hmm. It really did. Randy was being typical Randy. (laughs) And being uh, in actuality, everybody thinks Batista had the hot take. I think Randy had the hot
1: takes. (laughs) Randy was hilarious during that segment. (laughs) He he's basically egging on Batista and Triple H behind him. You know, giving them look and everything. I know we ain't going to let him get away with that. Yeah, Batista. <laughs> he might as well just said
0: that. For the people who don't know, yeah. Batista had a very hot take that went completely mm-hmm. viral on the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he told, he was pointing everybody out, saying their accomplishments. Mm-hmm. And then pointed to Triple H and said all his accomplishments and said... The only thing he hasn't done is beat me, Ooh. which is true. Yes, it is. Yep. And I remember like when Batista won his first world title, he beat Triple H for it mm-hmm. and beat him like three or four matches yeah. in a row after that. A
1: couple pay-per-views after that, yep. And yeah. I was like... I was mad at the time. was like, all right, <laughs> I guess Batista just goes all the way over Triple H. And then, yeah, all yeah, the way all over. All the way. But anyway, I was excited to hear from Batista because Batista meant the most to the blue brand while, you know, out of the four of those guys. You know, Batista was the face of SmackDown, and I was, you know, kind of happy to see him back, was really happy to see him back, to be honest with you. And it was, just, it was good to hear from him because, to be, to be completely honest, I would not blame that man if he never stepped foot in the wrestling ring again. Yeah. Not blame him. As, as hard as they booed him when he won
0: the Royal Good Rumble. Lord. All because Daniel Bryan wasn't in the Royal oh, Rumble. Yeah. That's
1: messed up. Yeah, what's up, Joe?
2: Yep, yeah, no, I, I'm just agreeing with you guys 100%. Batista was excellent. The only problem I have with Batista, it seems like he went a little long. So I think mm-hmm. he cut into the entire show. But other than that, his message went across break And I hope we see a match. I actually want
0: to see the match now. I was Mm. actually one of the guys that hated Batista. I hated him the whole time. I hated his wrestling style. I hated his
1: microphones.
0: I hated Batista. But I still watched him. But I hated him. And
1: for some reason, I'm considered the hater on this show. Tell me that, Art. How is that possible? Because Batista had such a stiff
0: ugly he was so like straight up and down to me he wrestled like the a little bitty great khali come on man he was better than the great khali art he was terrible he was terrible he was just he just had the look he was a terrible wrestler joe please break this tie
2: (laughs) you know what I, I'm not, I'm the fan that really doesn't care about in-ring work. I'm more of the guy who likes the entertainment aspect.
0: But I I hated wrong. There too. I'm sorry. <laughs> i hated Batista in the entertainment
1: Did factor. Did you say you too. were an art, Joe? Is that what you said? Yeah, Batista
2: like Batista was I couldn't there. I'm sorry. I agree. I couldn't right. stand the guy.
1: I couldn't
0: stand him when he when he left. The best <laughs> promo he ever cut was when he was in the wheelchair, saying, "You think I won't quit?" <laughs> Oh, he quits anyway spit all over the mic I remember that I (laughs) hated Batista and then I was so upset when they let him win the feud between him and John Cena like they let Batista win the first match I was so mad yeah. The reason I was so mad is because John Cena had like this meteoric rise, like a straight fan base, and Batista was like, "Oh, we did the same things at the same time." Well, they
1: did. What the fuck? They ever? came up the, the, the same way. Wrestle, first title, of Wrestle, first heavyweight title at WrestleMania. They get switched to different brands. Either the face of the different brands or they get switched when
0: off. Was Batista a mid card champion?
1: Okay, fine. our Batista was too busy dominating things in Evolution. That's Be what I'm saying. He was
0: just—he was just pushed high right off the bat. The only downtime he had was when he was Deacon Batista. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you, are you
2: telling me that Batista was Roman Reigns before Roman Reigns? Yes. Pretty
1: much. Yes, wow, sir. I did not—I did not connect yes. those dots. You're a smart cookie. He,
0: he is. went straight to the top. He went from a Deacon. To a nobody, to a evolution monster tag champ with Ric
1: Flair, are you kidding me? Yep, and it was believable too. But was that beast back in yeah, the day. I
0: hated him. I hated him. Of course you did, Arch. I hated him. But nonetheless, <laughs> I was still happy to see him back, me too. and I was happy that he was happy to be back. Mm-hmm. And the the hot take that he that he had. Really set some shit on fire, got the world talking. Yep, here we go, Batista Triple H, let make this I happen. I mean, personally, I wouldn't mind seeing if Batista still got it, because yeah, he doesn't seem,
1: you know, too old, or too dumb, or, you know, he mm-hmm. looks still in shape. I mean, he looks better than the last time we saw him, though, to be quite honest, I think... And he looks better than the last time we saw him. I mean, you remember last time we saw him? I I think uh, we saw him. He had a a patch missing in the back of his head, you know, uh, the back of his haircut. I'm like, hey, he's got a weird beard and everything. He looks good now. I think he looks good. Well, he was in the role. He was playing Drax. Everybody knows that, Matt. Yeah.
0: Everybody knows that he's Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Didn't see that movie, though.
1: But, yeah, I understand. (laughs) You look good.
0: Anyway, I'm moving I'm on, the return of Ray Mysterio. I was
1: yeah. happy to
2: see that return too. Go ahead, Joe. It was great seeing Ray back. Ray, he looks like he hasn't lost a step, and the guy's probably forty-eight years old, for I know. He looks great. I did. Just, I do have a complaint, though. I did not see him win clean over the United States Champion so soon. There should have been Shmazz finish. Somebody getting heat on Rey Mysterio, he'll get even if it was Shinsuke himself. Let don't look, don't make Rey Mysterio look dominant already. He's a small guy. He's the underdog. That's always been his role. Let's see him come back and win. You know, eventually win at the end. Don't make him look dominant immediately. But for what we saw on SmackDown, I loved it. I can't complain. Okay. It's, it's great to see a legend back.
0: I can complain. I really don't care to see Ray back on SmackDown, I really don't. I think it would benefit them more to put him on 205 Live. I don't know how many weeks I have to say this that I want.
2: Okay. the better I'm, I'm, I'm going to end my debate with you then on that. 205 Live is now about a 40-minute show with two matches on there on the WWE Network on Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Who's watching that?
0: That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. The only reason 205 is not Priority TV is because the people that they have in there wasn't built as stars. If they put some stars down there, i.e. Ben Failure, i.e. Rey Mysterio, i.e. Adam Cole, like get some guys on 205. It becomes Priority TV. It was never more watched than when they put one of their, i.e. stars on there in Enzo Amore. Wow. I mean, and now to,
2: to play devil's advocate, the ratings went up when Enzo Amore was there.
0: That's what I'm saying. They need yep. their so-called stars, and they have a lot of you know. them on, on Raw and SmackDown that aren't doing anything that could really benefit being on 205. If they could showcase some show more, and that's the re- that's the thing that I don't like. him beating Nakamura does nothing for either one of them.
2: yeah, I agree I totally agree with that. For I didn't like either that. one
0: of them. This was their golden opportunity to have someone come out and beat up Nakamura or beat up Mysterio and really pop themselves. but instead they give Mysterio a clean win over one of their
1: champions on his return. Basically, uh, I think you know, I was happy to see Ray back on uh, SmackDown and everything. You know, one of the faces of SmackDown. He was kind of born and bred there, and you know, I think that it was a good thing that he that he beat Shinsuke. Maybe not beat him clean, but he beat him because now it gets him into the World Cup. You know, now they got a little bit of flavor in there. He's the only non-American. In the World Cup. That's why I said a little bit of flavor. He can do a little. Not Not only is he the only
0: non American, he's the smallest person in the World Cup.
1: So. He's the least accomplished person. Now, no, he's not, Art. (laughs) Now, you're going over the board. You see, you gotta stop yourself sometimes, because no, he's not. But basically. Who is he
0: more accomplished than?
1: He's more accomplished oh. than Jeff Hardy, isn't he? No. I would say he no. is.
0: Jeff Hardy's <laughs> been champ, world champ more times than Mysterio. He's been IC champ, tag champ, every champion you can name. Jeff Hardy's like a Grand Slam champion. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm reaching here, right. He's, I know. He's
1: more accomplished than somebody in there. No, i just got to think
0: of him. He's not. You got guys like Randy Orton. You got guys yeah. like John Cena. The Miz.
1: Give me a second.
0: <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> this does not. My point is this does nothing for no one. They needed they need Mysterio's return to have a kick or a pop or something like that. Mysterio's and Big Show are one of the only people that return and do nothing.
1: And truth be told, Nakamura probably could have used this World Cup spot more. Now yeah, he hasn't even been on TV <laughs> as US champ. Really, and, uh, you know, I think that uh, they needed a representative for Japan. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You guys are probably right. Ray was the Ray wasn't the biggest return this week. <laughs> no, it wasn't. In my opinion, the biggest return
0: this week was the Big Show and the way he did it. That's right. He loses to Randy Orton, so you think mm-hmm. that he his return is going to be a bust. Mm-hmm. Then he comes out and sides himself with Sheamus
1: and Cesaro, helping them win the tag titles. Now, I don't see the point of this, y'all. It's basically just just because they uh, ended a three-man team on Raw, now we're just going to pick up a three-man team on SmackDown. I don't see the point. I don't see how he fits with them, really. I think... The point was, after watching them lose to the
0: New Day twice, mm-hmm. how are they going to beat the New Day? People have beaten the New Day before. Fair. I'm saying fair. Yeah. You watch the bar go against the New Day for the tag titles twice and lose, mm-hmm. which we both said that they should have won that because the New Day's been running SmackDown Almost for the better part of two years
1: now. Most definitely.
0: You know what I'm saying? So I think yep. this does great for them. I think that now they have somebody to stand in front of them and act big and bad while they
1: talk stupidly to people. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely excited to see the bar have tag team gold again. They're one of, in my opinion, are one of the best thrown together tag teams in a long, long time. I'm talking years and years. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're pretty great as a team. And I'm happy to see them have tag gold again. I thought that they'd been ruined at WrestleMania. But I'm glad to see that I was mistaken.
2: That's good. Yeah. I, I, I agree I agree totally with what you're saying, Matt. I like seeing it too. I don't know where it's going. It looks like they're just rehashing Braun, Dolph, and Drew on mm. SmackDown here. But...
0: Let's see where it goes. I think that that the bar will do way better than Drew and Dolph will. I think the bar Mm -hmm. can actually talk really down on people. They're Mm -hmm. really good at talking down on people, but it's their accents that kind of get in the way. But someone standing in front of them, not letting someone else interrupt them, Mm -hmm. will give them a a chance to actually be
1: golden in their promos. Because a lot of time they just get cut off. Yeah, let's face it. uh... Dolph and Drew worked well together, but is desires better tag team. Exactly. And it's more believable.
0: Mm-hmm. It's more believable with them. So I just, I just want to see where this is going. And it also gives Big Show a fresh start. Mm-hmm. After all these years and all that he's done, which you know I think he's the best big man ever. Yeah, I know. I think that this gives him another fresh start. He's Kane in the game.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, because Kane
1: changed his persona so many times. Yeah, I feel you, Art. This is the point of the show moving on. This is the point of the show where we usually talk about NXT, but now there are two NXTs to talk about. Yeah. There are.
0: Yep. NXT UK premiered this this week
1: week. in. Being as I saw this episode, I would just like to say that I am extremely excited for this. I get to see all those people that I only got to see in a UK tournament. And Pete Dunn and Noam Dar -Dar. was pretty amazing this week. I mean, those two had a pretty good match. I got to see Mark Andrews. You know, I'm a fan of Mandrews and everything.
0: I really like him. And
1: I think what really surprised me is the Coffee Brothers. Joe. And Mark Coffee, I believe, is, is the two Coffee brothers. And they're actually a really good tag team. I think so. And they're gonna make some waves down there.
0: Well, you know, I gotta jump down on
1: this because Rhea Ripley. Yes, we all know Rhea Ripley's there, Art. And you know I love Rhea Ripley. Yeah, Art, but but actually Tony Storm was on this episode, oh, art. So can we can we stick to the people who are actually there? The first episode, and that would be Tony Storm showing it off. Uh, Art, can we please not? I swear, can we not? Don't do it.
0: Kelly Kelly 2.0. Oh,
1: why would you say these things? Why? 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 I don't... Okay, can we just move on to NXT Regular? Because I don't even want to hear any more of this, Art. Because you're losing credibility. NXT America, please. Uh, the,
0: the the best thing about this NXT because I do want to leave time for the legends topic. Yeah, the best thing about NXT this week was uh, Alistair Black returning. Which number one, I have a bunch of problems with this. Number one, well, let me finish telling you. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the Bianca Belair and Nikki Cross match, mm-hmm. out, the lights goes out. Alistair Black music mm-hmm. hits. Well, not even his music, just the guitar Mm -hmm. riff at the beginning and then the lights come back on and he's sitting Indian style in the ring Mm -hmm. and he tells Nikki Cross she's rolling around like an idiot he tells her to stop and tell him who attacked him she crawls over and tells him in his ear and slides out the ring and he just shows a mean face
1: I don't understand why she can't just tell us you know, tell the world please Nikki well she told him and she tells him, of course she does. Uh, Joe, what did you think about this episode of NXT? I understand that you're not really a fan of NXT. I
2: actually just watched it maybe 10 minutes before we got on the call here. So it's in my mind right now. Yeah. Um, that, that that ending match with Nikki Cross and Bianca Belair was actually very well. I, the NXT women's division, by the way, is kick-ass. It always has been since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Love it. So, yes, yeah, great match. I'm I with Art, actually, 100% here. What the hell was that? Why did Alex the Black come in? Why did he sit, sit in CM Punk style? He, he, he reminds me of CM Punk, by the way, 100%. He's CM Punk
0: 2.0. I I'm That's wondering 2.0. what it was about him that
1: I couldn't stand. <laughs> oh, let's not bring that man up on this show right now.
2: Yep, and I'm no. like, <laughs> you know, it's like me and Art are the same guy like you're to the same person, right? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: You two are best buddies or
0: something tonight, right? <laughs> I'm just saying, Nikki Cross rolling around like an idiot, all that clapping. <laughs> First off, this really ruined Bianca Belair's like, shine because Bianca Belair is, to me, the next star. That's a star oh. right there being born, oh, that girl is and dope. she needs that win over Nikki Cross. This is twice in a row where somebody interrupted it. She's still undefeated. <laughs> Remember
1: that she's still undefeated,
0: <laughs> and this did nothing for her to fight Nikki Cross again and to get interrupted again. You know to prove that she's better. Mm-hmm. Also, Alice Black coming back, not even tripping off the fact that Tommaso champ is running around with his belt.
1: Mm-mm, no, he that's just
0: to right. attack them. Like that's crazy. That's crazy. I am happy that the Velveteen Dream's getting his shine. <laughs> yeah, I like the Velveteen Dream, yo. He's a pretty cool You know, he, he should dream. be the next main eventer for NXT. Uh, mm-hmm. If they put him on the main roster now, he'd get demolished because no one's going to give him a chance against mm-hmm. the bigger guys, but him becoming NXT champ will do it for him to make him, you know, he's a great wrestler. We all know mm-hmm. that, but... You know, he still needs a believable match where he goes through some real turmoil in order for people to believe that he can be a brawler.
1: I mean, we all saw what happened to the last flamboyant guy that got drawed up in NXT, that being Tyler Tyler Breeze. You know, we all see where he's at nowadays, you know. We saw, but in it's the different. People Lashley. have
0: a different type of love for Velveteen than they have for Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze is very big down there. Article. Yeah, he was. I'm not denying that. I'm saying it's different, though.
1: Yeah, I think it is different too. It, you know, I think Velveteen's a better wrestler. A yeah. better athlete's got a better character. Exactly. He's got a better chance of making it. I
0: think. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Now this. Nikki Cross, Alistair Black, shit. I don't know where it's going, but I'm not interested, really. I just wish Nikki would move up to their main roster. Yeah, Please! she's the only person move her up. still there when Oscar was there.
1: I mean, it's it's almost not fair at this point, you know, like she should be up there with all the other ones fighting to survive, basically. What no, I'm but saying. we see what's happening
0: to Sanity, so it's kind of a good <laughs> thing that they ripped her from it. Yeah. So. It is what it is about that but I'm not too interested in this Alistair Black stuff. It's been going on for too long. Take over Brooklyn, the nostalgia for that is gone. Yep. So, let's what's the along. deal? Let's move it, let's move it along and get this shit out the way so we can get some more wrestling out of Maybe he's just still injured and they're trying to make you not forget about
1: him. And maybe that. Yeah. I would hope, I, I, so
0: that. That. Mm-hmm. I would hope that that's what it is because if if he's trying to like boost his promo game or something, or this is not doing it mm. at all. It does more for Nikki Cross than anyone else because the crowd's annoyingly cheering for her to keep doing the stupid stuff that she's doing.
2: Okay, let me start with the NXT crowd. Headaches.
0: They give me headaches sometimes, Arch. Yeah, they're really, she's really going over mm-hmm. in in Florida which yeah. my boy Charlemagne says the craziest people in America all come from the Bronx, the Bronx and all of Florida. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: And I'm from the Bronx by the way, and I agree with him. <laughs> yeah,
0: yes, yeah, so you can attest to that that joke. <laughs> and it, she's going over hard. Yeah. And they just refuse to move her up. She's the super senior of NXT. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they love her down there and it's like I understand that, but you know, like everybody else has to, I think that she has to move up eventually, and you know, test her waters and the, up there on the bigger stage. All right. So
2: for, for purposes here, mm-hmm. since you guys want her to come up, it seems like what do you have to
1: do? Ronda Rousey. As I am going to say, basically just come after
0: the women's champion. Ronda you know? Rousey is her opportunity because Ronda's never faced anyone who
1: doesn't have anything to say about her. You know, and I think that she'd uh, she'd shake up the raw women's division pretty good. You know, bring some chaos, bring some mischief. You know, fresh face. To
0: add to to have her just come in Rhonda's face and just start smiling and jumping and yeah, dude, all that rolling Nikki around Cross and Cross all that stuff, Nikki Cross crazy thing she's done, and doesn't say a word to Ronda mm-hmm. would make Ronda scared of her. You know, kind of take Ronda a little bit out of her game. I think exactly. It'd be. And- yeah, it'd be like the Bianca Belair factor. Bianca's like, come on, fight me, and she's in a corner giggling.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, that's that's her path. That's her path to superstardom. Pretty and if that. she has, a, if she can have a great match with Ronda, it automatically put her at the top. Mm-hmm. And it'd make her seem like she can compete with any woman on the roster. True. So, that's what you do. <clears throat> but I want to jump into the Legends topic. You know, we're going to talk about... The attractiveness is the topic. No, it's not? What is it, The B-Show,
1: Art. The B-Show. B's we oh. went over this. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. The B-Show. B's well, tell them what's the topic then, Matt. The B-Show B's is the topic this weekend on our SmackDown Live. You know our SmackDown was supposed to be the B-Show B's to Raw, and we might talk about Thunder supposed to be the B-Show B's to Nitro. You know, the B-Show, B's and they're yeah, all okay. its attractive qualities. Uh, okay, yeah,
0: we'll talk about whether or not the B show really does exist Mm because you know even though all these companies are on the on the same umbrella like WCW has Nitro Thunder Mm -hmm. and you know uh WWE had uh Raw Smackdown they also brought out like Full Metal Velocity Mm -hmm. you know back in the day all that stuff that we had
1: does a B show really even exist I would consider those that you just use to be, you know, kind of the the B show level. Didn't really have a champion, only on for an hour or so. You know, they're just there to give more people showcase. Exactly.
0: Well, to me, back in the day, like those shows were used to recap. Yeah. Raw. You know, or like SmackDown. Yeah, they'd recap the show and then have one match for the people who weren't stars yet. Mm-hmm. Like you'd see. Duke the Dumpster Drossy beat up or somebody or some shit and that'd be the only match that they had the rest of it was just recapping things that you missed because you gotta remember back in the day there wasn't any such thing as the internet you couldn't just Mm -hmm. go back and watch it if you didn't record it on VHS or something Mm -hmm. you couldn't just go on YouTube or go on WWE.com and read what happened you had to have a recap show Mm -hmm. that was the purpose of it back in the day yeah. Now, they're overloading us with stuff that
1: we can't even watch. I was saying, yeah. So, so Joe, what do you think of the topic this week?
2: I love the topic. Unfortunately, we're all going to agree here because I don't see SmackDown or Thunder as B shows myself. Mm-hmm. I see them. Let, let's take the NBA. You have the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. Before the 2016 Superstar Draft, SmackDown was the Eastern Conference. Mm -hmm. Doing the weaker show, right? Mm -hmm. Now everything's more even, so it's not a B show anymore. That's what I'm saying. Velocity was a B show,
0: exactly. Like my take on a B show is something that recaps the main thing. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like Mm -hmm. if you had uh, if you had RAW at the time, you'd have to have something on the weekend for the people who worked on mondays who didn't get to see it
1: yeah
0: you know what i'm saying and they got to saw the footage and all of that stuff because raw never recapped itself
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know they'd say you'd hear jim ross explaining what happened last week as people were coming down for their entrance but they weren't showing replays of what happened mm-hmm. you know
1: what i mean now smackdown has its own identity yeah Speaking of that, how would you guys stack SmackDown to Raw, like, comparative level? Because people do consider SmackDown to be the B-Show, but I always feel that it was a little bit better than Raw was, to be honest.
2: In the current generation, I think SmackDown will be, quote-unquote, the A-Show or the Western Conference of the NBA, of WWE. SmackDown on, is a WWE. better show than eight. shorter that helped a lot because it makes you want more. It makes you want to
0: tune in next week to dance. Who I was by already. And I think they just have better storytelling, Curry. I, mm-hmm. I agree. I think that, yeah. for one, SmackDown always leaves you wanting something. At the mm-hmm. end, it never... It ne- I mean, except this week. This week, mm-hmm. it went off with The Undertaker cutting his promo yeah. because that's just a respect thing. You right. give The Undertaker his time.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
0: normally, like the, the I'd say, younger or so-called mm-hmm. not-so-big stars mm-hmm. always get their push on SmackDown. AJ said it, SmackDown make them, and Raw
1: takes them. Pretty much. I mean, that was the way it worked back in the day, too, you know? SmackDown would make guys like Cena, and then Raw drafted Cena, and he was the face of Raw for years. You know, and I always thought that SmackDown had the workhorses. That's you know, what it is. That, I think that's the biggest thing mm-hmm. that to
0: take away from it. SmackDown has the younger, better, like harder-working people. Mm-hmm. It seems like the creative on SmackDown is working harder. The wrestlers on SmackDown are working harder because they try to make it seem like SmackDown has something to prove,
1: mm-hmm. but it doesn't. Right, question for you guys. Would you guys rather have a roster like Raw where you do get all the big name stars that are already established or would you rather have a roster like SmackDown where you get hard-working people and good wrestlers but they don't have names yet? What was, which roster would you guys rather
2: have? Let
1: Joe take it. Go ahead, Joe.
2: I'm going SmackDown. I'm the, kind, I'm the guy who likes the challenge. Mm-hmm. I, I It's more fun to build a character and build storylines that already have the established guys. Let's take the Attitude Era, for example. WCW had all the established guys, all the stars, and look where they ended up. Raw has to build stars and create stars, and look where Raw ended up. It's always more fun
1: that way.
2: Awesome answer,
0: Joe. if I'm playing the short-term game, Mm -hmm. jump into business, make my money, get out, I'm (laughs) choosing Raw because Mm -hmm. Raw will get you the money fast. Yeah, it would. And that's, you know, pretty much where you go. If I'm playing the long game Mm -hmm. where I'm making money over time Mm -hmm. and going to make more money over time, I'm choosing SmackDown. Because Raw's guys aren't going to have long. Mm -hmm. They're not going to be there forever. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have a longer career out of somebody on SmackDown who you can build.
1: I would also go with SmackDown, I feel the spectrum basically just have better wrestling. But back here's in the, the problem. The people on SmackDown work hard but get
0: injured. True. Ooh, I did not that did not even cross my mind. They work hard, they put on great matches, but, but they get injured. But the injury risk is like way higher. Not only that, their mid-card is suffering right now. Mm-hmm. The reason why is because they have a United States champion they won't even put on TV half the time.
1: And I don't understand this, really. You spend all this time building him up in NXT, and then on the main roster, you spend all this time. WWE am exactly Rumble. where they went wrong with it. I don't understand They this. put him against AJ Styles early and often. Yeah, and then you kind of burnt people out with that rivalry. I was pretty don't
0: o- No, not only that. They put him against him early and often, but they also tried to turn him heel. They made him Ooh. into a sneak attacker. Instead of a straight up and down fighter like he was, like they were building the whole
1: time, mm-hmm. they turned him into the low blow king. And I yeah. think that they should have basically just kept going with the, what they were doing. I agree they with They had millions of people. Annoyingly singing his music. Good lord, that interests. But you're right. And then they cut them off. And they still try to do it sometimes. Like, you'll
0: still hear them in the crowd. But they can't because they stop in the middle because the music doesn't go that way anymore. They try. I've seen them I've try. seen it too. <laughs> but believe me, they there is a chance that SmackDown can ruin someone yeah, if before they get a chance to really be at the height of their
1: career. So, uh,
2: Joe, what's yeah. your take on this? I, you're 100%, right? Well, you know, we're, we're going back to if I'm running the show. Right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. I'm not hiring writers. these, these creative suck. They do. Roadhog mm-hmm. stuff. Whoever else is there sucks. They know how to create one or two top-level storylines and forget about everybody else. I totally agree with you guys. That's The not- reason why back-down wrestlers get injured more than raw wrestlers is because they care more. And yeah. I think they try harder. They take more risk. And I'm gonna
0: go with that roster any day over the week over the complacent people. Yeah, I mean, but once that injury bug hits, you know what I mean? You do it, have it to hits start you, over. It hits you hard because let's 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 use this as an example. Seth Rollins was on top of the world, exactly right. And then, and then his knee gives out, and they have to come with a completely new game plan. What did they do? They gave it to.
1: KO. So they gave it to, uh, I think they gave it to Sheamus right after Seth, though. Like Sheamus won the tournament, and you know, I think they just basically just coasted, really, because it was Sheamus, Roman Reigns. I don't. Re- I didn't really like that rivalry, you know. But they had to fill the hole. Seth Rollins left when he got injured, and they put
0: Sheamus in the spot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But what do you do when your top guy is gone? I mean, as far as SmackDown, you have a lot of workhorses, but do you have the name to refill the spot of the top guy? True, true. Yeah, you're right, Art. You know what I mean? Do That's you
2: get, a great point. Do you give
0: an internet darling and give the people what they, you know, want? Oh, do you have a, a, a... Bring in a new
1: name mm. for it, or... Go with someone who's already established, cause they had established people on SmackDown back in the day. And they had even like more popular people on Raw, but
0: mm-hmm. they went with somebody that was dependable. Mm-hmm. Sheamus is dependable.
1: Yeah. Honestly, I think I just miss Rollins though. It is it's like not gonna be the same though, cause like if you if the situation is the way you described it, and your guys building so much steam and it's going so well. And then no matter what you bring in, it's just it's going to fall flat, I think, because it's not going to be the same.
0: So you have to take all that stuff into consideration when you're running a show. Because yeah. in my opinion, if you're if you have a show that's so called the B show, then you always
1: have something to prove. Exactly. You got to work that much harder to prove it. We're not the B show. We're the A show. And everybody calls SmackDown the B
0: show, but is there really a such thing? SmackDown has numbers just as good as Raw. Mm-hmm.
1: Like I think the ones that we mentioned are really, you know, the B shows. The now velocities, Thunder really was a B show. The velocities, the battles, the stuff like that.
0: Thunder yeah, really night. was recap shows. Yeah, Thunder really was a B show because they always had like the smaller <laughs> guys, and they they that was where Goldberg built his record. Really? Yeah, like, he yeah. was on Thunder every week. Mm-hmm. Just smashing people. Smashing someone. And that was the only reason most people even watched Thunder, because they weren't going to get anybody else. You knew there was going to be any Hogan or Nash or nothing. Na- Hogan never came to Thunder.
2: Mm-hmm. Never. 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 They never so had anything. So Thunder was a two-hour show with 20 minutes worth of wrestling and forty and an hour 40 minutes worth of Night Show recap.
0: Exactly. Wow. Like, like, that really was a B-show. You don't see SmackDown recapping Raw. <laughs> yeah. No. That's what the, that's the perfect example of a B-show, is recapping the main show. Yeah. And we definitely don't have that nowadays, really. At all.
1: I kind of got a history lesson here. I'm not exactly old enough to remember Thunder and Nitros and stuff, so I didn't really know this kind of stuff. Thanks to the WWE Network, you can always go back and watch the crap. I'm trying.
2: Die ninety
0: nine, not yeah. It's not even gonna be interesting though. Yeah, I, I, do, I would definitely tell you not to watch. Go back and watch because if you didn't live through it, then you don't have the, you know, the same feeling as it was Mm -hmm. back then.
1: Yeah, because I I tried with the attitude there, but you guys are right with the whole, if you didn't live through it, you know, it's not really the same. Yeah, you're not walking through
0: the school halls getting getting diamond cuttered (laughs) as we call it. Diamond cutter. Right. All right, man. Joe, tell the people where to reach you at if they want to talk to you. All right, guys.
2: Um, I have a Facebook page. It's called Out the Box Wrestling Fan Page where I believe We have the best live
0: discussions during Raw and SmackDown every week, including NXT as well on Wednesday. Those are I'm going to join that group, of course. I'm going to join that group. Get
1: up in that. Matt, tell them where to reach you. Uh, Matt Lindsay on Facebook. Matthew lindsay 677 on Instagram. Our Dog One on Instagram.
0: Arthur Quinn on Facebook. You already know what it is. This was a great episode. Joe, I want to thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, you rocked it tonight, brother. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Man, this has definitely been a great conversation with him. I Never had so. someone that agreed with
1: me more often. Yeah, like I said, you guys are like best buddies here. It's like he, <laughs> he's somewhere else and he's in your and that's just in the show. So, <laughs> I lost my train of thought.
2: Thank y'all for listening to the Sons of Legend, man. Peace. <laughs> See you later.